Hello, witches and non-witches. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to Hogwarts School of totally Japanese, Japanese equivalent. Not Hogwarts. And not Hogwarts. No, um, it's not Hogwarts at all. Uh, perhaps it is a uh, tonkatsu, tonkatsu swellings. What? I don't know. What can we on this magical day? This uh, eclipse day, this Wednesday, oh, yeah. and this Wednesday, we're here to talk to you about Little Witch Academia! Yeah. Yes, Michael. Ever since I brought up this topic for Michael, I imagine his pants just got a bit tighter. No, okay, oh, hold on. Alright, so let's clear the table first. I am a fan of witches. Just as I am a yeah. fan of women who could easily kill anyone. Well, okay, uh, uh, first... There is a difference between Little Witch. There is a difference between the main character in Little Witch Academia and the Sorceress in Dragon's Crown. Okay, Mark. Yes. One of them. Yes. One's worthless. The other one can cast magic. Yes, Mark. Like you can't compare the Sorceress in Dragon's Crown to Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. That's inappropriate. That's not what she's there for. One is charming and adorable and teaches you about how to be a hard worker, and the other one grows apples and shit. Wait, who's who's who now? Uh, the sorceress. She grows uh, apples and then she feeds them to you. Uh, uh, and then why? like she walks away and you watch her walk away because you're a pervert for playing Dragon's Crown. <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> Snowball, stop eating Mark's tissue paper. <laughs> no, I think he's eating that freaking little like um that like paper like ribbons that you gave me with the present you gave me for my birthday. It was Mark's birthday. We went to uh, uh, Escape the Room uh, yes. game. We escaped Resident Evil, and I think I put these thighs on wrong. Uh, yeah, we uh, we escaped in like uh, we had thirty seconds to spare, so we made it just under the wire. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, you guys and gals can't don't can't actually experience this because it ended already. Oh, is it is it done done? Uh, you can't even buy tickets for it right now. Oh, wow, okay. Even though there's still more events going on. So, uh, a momentous occasion for us. I'm scooping up this really fat cat and throwing him off the table. Okay, so uh, back to witches. Yes. So, Little Witch Academia came out in what, uh, 2013? Yeah, 2013. It is actually a joint operation by Trigger and a bunch of uh, animation students. It was, it was a really neat thing that we were making a short movie and uh, the idea was they were going to try and elevate and uh, teach animators uh, firsthand on how to make a movie by making a movie. <laughs> well, I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah. Not many, no American branch would ever do that because that would be costly. Uh, well, we used to have like cartoon cartoons on uh, 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 Nickelodeon where they would have like just pilots up. I don't remember that. I do. Uh, it, it was like a pretty cool thing. I have a cat with me right now, and he's walking all over my testicles. <laughs> Please stop, cat. And I finished constructing my present from Michael. I got Mark a Monster Hunter uh, thing. Skeleton. Yeah. I'm a Galvinus. The katana. The weebs. The weebrex. With yeah, a katana is. tail. Uh, an appropriate, an appropriate mascot for an appropriate podcast. Yes. So, yeah, Little Witch Academia uh, is essentially, like, to boil down the first movie, so we're going to try and do a two-parter with this one. Uh, this first part's going to be about the first two movies, and the second part is going to be our uh, uh, our opinions on uh, first-hand, uh, first showing 
premise of, of the, the TV series. Of the TV series. That started in January. Yeah, which Mark told me, and I found out, and I hung up, and I started pumping my fist in the room like somebody who just found out the Yankees won. <laughs> Except they didn't. I don't give a shit it's... because I don't care about them. <laughs> well, I guess that. Works. I care about little witches in academia trying to become <laughs> the best they can be. God damn it! <laughs> you mean them essentially being an over over the top Harry Potter almost lookalike in that? Oh, why is it you three in the? Do you know why you are in the yeah. office again? Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's essentially Animal has uh, with uh uh, uh like. Japanese teenagers who are just, uh, uh, witches, which yeah. is great. It's great. So, first of all, uh, so, so, there's magic in this world. The main character is, uh, uh, Atsuko Kagari. A.K.A. Akko. Yeah, A.K.A. Akko. With her best friends, Lottie, uh, Lottie Johnson and Susie Manbavara. Susie, best girl. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'll get into that later uh, when we we go into that. So, uh, boiled down, the the first movie is essentially like the first four Harry Potter books boiled into one thing. Kind of. Yeah. I, I mean, like they go into like the wonder of wizardry straight into the Triwizard Tournament. Kind of. No, it was more like kind of just a, a weird exam, and then like, we're right, we'll letting you loose into the underground dungeon of treasure. Yeah. Which also contains massive monsters and things that can potentially kill you, but listen, you need it. It's the same kind of Harry Potter logic. You need a, you need a note from your parents to go to the lovely village uh, in, down the mountain, but, but Quidditch, the less your parents know, the better. <laughs> Yeah, ba back when schools were schools and playgrounds are made out of concrete and splintering wood and lead paint. Yep. Put hair on your chest. Nowadays it's with astroturf and... Astroturf and, uh, uh... It's all about it. That green paint that they put on everything. Yeah, it's kind of like almost a night, like a r rubber kind of paint. Yeah, it's like, that's not, like, that, that won't help a kid when somebody slams their head into it. A little bit, actually. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. It's probably a little bit better from them. I took one too many blows in front of the jungle gym, and I think that's how I ended up how I did right now. Oh, good. I need the weapons. I'm also, it also came with a small skeleton cat, which I'm building. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the main idea of it is uh, Akko uh, was... Uh, um, she saw a Shining Chariot uh, witch show in which a Shining Chariot, uh, a, a witch celebrity... Uh, uh, for, for, from the movie, at least, who looked like she was, like, the bridging gap between, like, non-magic users and magic users. Yeah. She's, it felt like almost like a kid show, like, something you would sometimes see, like, on, like, like, the Wiggles, almost, kind of it thing. kind of, if the Wiggles were all magicians. Which, that would be pretty awesome, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, like, uh, and, and, like, that essentially inspires her to become a witch, because, uh, uh, in the original movie, too, I think Akko is from a non-magical, she's essentially, she's a muggle. Yeah. She's a filthy. No, she's a mud glass muggle. No, she's a mudblood. Is her dad she, or her? No, I don't think so. they never really. T All right, here's the thing about the story: is that they never really touch on Akko's background. That's because true. let's be honest, that's not necessary for you yeah. to understand what's going on. You're 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 following the the exploits of a hyperactive, very very positive, yeah, almost useless wizard in this wizarding school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She is Great. like. <laughs> She's like that kid you knew in school who said he's always going to do great things, but then you're like, oh, okay, but he never studied, always hung out with his friends, and would fail every test. 
And you look at the man. It's like, wait, how do you expect you get in lot get into get through life when you can't even tell tell me what the Pythagorean theorem is? Oh wait, thank you, thank you, American schools. That's yeah. useful. See, back in uh, these schools, like uh, back in these schools, you had to do, do Pythagorean theorem right next to learning safe sex by not having it. In this school, they make you fight minotaurs. Yep. Yep. What happened to our schooling system, Mark? <laughs> We used to be able to fight minotaurs and uh, eat lime salt out of cans. What? Did you ever eat lime salt snacks when you were in like no. elementary or high school? No. Where did you go to school? I went to a private. I went to a private school in oh, elementary maybe that's middle school. Why I went to a public school. And then and in a public school, I went to Washington, to which apparently a lot of Lincoln, um, the Lincoln school, high school, thought one of our rivals, and we got no, not really. It's mostly lol. No, it's everybody's uh, high school rival is lol. Yeah, for those of you who want to, who are getting a glimpse into the San Francisco public school like uh, lore, lol is the school that gets all the budget every year and yeah. has the best grades, and that every alumni list you see from public schools, ninety percent of them are from lol. Yeah, and then uh, I think they start taking in Asians because they're like we have too many Asians at this and are like uh, our. The, the representation uh, their representation in that school was like almost 90% Asian. No, this is actually true because yeah. when I was going there, um, one of my friends who tried to get in the lull said she couldn't get in because the, the school was because she was apparently Chinese. Well, she might be making a dress, uh, a, a crass like comment on it, but this, but the real facts were is their, their Asian population was so high they actually had to deny them, otherwise, they would have just been 100% Chinese or just Asian. Yeah. Uh, we have a very high concentration of uh, Asian Americans here in San Francisco. Yep, we're we're essentially like the port for all the fobs. So yeah, to speak. You, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I yep. mean, it's like the easiest gateway into here. It's either New York or like you know San Francisco. Yeah, whichever boat you take across the world. Yeah. For those of you who believe the world is round and not flat. Sorry. Are you implying that the world is flat, Mark? No, there are people out there who are still convinced the world is flat. Oh, that, that greatly the, the, angers me. The way you phrased that made it sound like the, the world, it, like you were implying that the people were stupid because they thought the world was round when it was flat. I was like, no, no. Mark, I've known you for like eight years and this is coming out now? <laughs> no, the world is round. Those who think it's flat are morons. Yeah. But anyway... So we've got uh, Akko, who is, uh, like you said, the uh, hyperactive main character. Uh, the Naruto yeah. of the series. The, you, the Luffy. The Luffy yeah, or Naruto. The all energy, no, no but, brains. No, but Luffy at least had has something more behind him. And this is from a man who's been reading a lot more One Piece. Wait, he's got more of what? He's just a lot... Be no. Well, he, he, like, because Luffy is, like, 100% attitude. If it wasn't for his friends, he... Like, That's if, true. Yeah. Okay, I take back what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm he's not a Goku. saying Luffy's bad. Yeah, like Luffy is just like a cannon. He just needs direction <laughs> into where it goes, and then that will be gone. It's it's the same thing with Lottie. Yeah. Then you have um, Lottie. Yeah, no, Lottie. Your Velma. Uh, your Velma. Your yeah. Hermione. Without the awesome grades, but the you know the calm demeanor that kind of rate is there to rein she, in. She she is awesome. She she seems like she would be the character that gets like the best grades out of them. Well, out of them, maybe. yeah, maybe. 
But um, we all know Bitch Diana, or this series, Malfoy. Cavendish, yeah. Yep. Is, oh yeah, that's the other character. Her rival, her one-sided rivalry, Diana Cav- Cavendish. A was very like, beautiful Aryan woman <laughs> from Great Britain. <laughs> from, with a long lineage of witches behind her. Yeah. And honestly, as we reveal later, she actually seems to know more than most of the teachers. Uh, so, fun fact, a little side note, uh, Germany actually in World War II did have a Nazi witch brigade. All female? Yeah, all, uh, all female Nazi witch brigade who... Did, who did they op- have the pointy hats? I don't know. <laughs> These are pertinent questions that I need to find out. <laughs> I don't know, uh, I don't want this to awaken something in me, Mark. I don't want to look up Nazi witches and be like, oh no, That's what I'm here's doing another right thing I like. That's what I'm looking up right now. But, uh, so, like, at the end of World War II, there, there is also, like, the uh, Nazi occult, uh, they were part of the Nazi occult research branch, and they were one of the only branches in, like, the Nazi special ops that escaped and nobody know what ever happened to them. They just faded into history. <laughs> yeah, well, Mark's looking that up. Yeah, so you got uh, Lottie, who's, uh, I, I believe she's Finnish. She uh, she was either Finnish you know, or she's. German. I think she's from some island country. Who, Lot? Oh, well, alright. No, Lot- I've been watching, unlike Michael, I've caught up with the series right yeah. now. So some of the info I might be dropping is from because the it, series the series kind of retells the story. Yeah, basically. it essentially tells the story like longer. It basically kind of like wipes away the movie's existence for the most part. Mm-hmm. It starts from like Akko's like like arriving at Hogwarts. Yeah, or Luna Nova, my mistake. Well, no, Luna Nova is the name of a uh, wizard school. Yep. Yeah, yes. Uh, it is the same school that Chariot went to, and that's why she picked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shining Chariot, by the way, is the uh, magical... Uh, I want to say a David Blaine, but he's an actual magician. Chris Angel? Uh, <laughs> oh, my. I am Chris Angel. I am a mind freak. I don't like you. I have your wallet. I'm calling the police. That's right. Shining Angel. Chris. Shining Chariot is Chris Angel. Inspiring little kids to be wizards. Magic Chris Angel. Magical abhorrent. Angel special needs magician. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I think about that and it's just like, I remember how edgy that entire show, like how edgy well, yeah. it's trying to be. Yeah. Even the thought had its own grime. Well, says the man who loves the fact that freaking Kiss's uh, font title is called Dynasty. Well, that's fucking fantastic. And it's... Kiss's music does not reflect the way they dress. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Like, if you think about it, and like, if you see Kiss without any expectation of how they would sound like, you think they would, all their songs oh. would be about, like, dragons and sing coming out of a dragon's butthole to destroy New York. <laughs> but they're all, like, love battles. Yep. And about partying all night. Yep. And every day. And this is why they have an army. Yeah. 
Oh but, my god. Alright, back to Little Witch Academia. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lottie, you're you're more down to earth, kind of like nerdy Velma character. Yeah, she's kinda of like a the uh, realistic person anchor. And then you have Susie. Uh, Susie, yeah. Who literally looks like she was pulled straight out of that shitty freaking um that shitty adult swim show that with the radiation or something like that. Oh, uh the oblongs? Yeah. Uh, I actually know the creator. Yeah, that shitty show. With I, I thought it was okay. She uh, looks like Scary Susie. Yeah, yeah, she literally looks like Scary Susie. And they move like the same fucking way in which they're kind of more like an amorphous stick. Yeah, I think. And it, the limbs kind of come out. Like, I am heavily I think convinced. she's actually a, 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 inspired. A refer- uh, inspired to that. Because the, in the original movies, uh, when we're uh, talking about them, like the, the two movies, The Little Witch Academia, it was all made by students. If you really look into the uh, movies and look at it's full of references. Like, Dipper, Mabel and Dipper Pines are in the second movie in like the crowd wait who uh from uh, gravity falls oh yeah if you if you look through there's like uh characters make cameos from a bunch of other things because the uh animators and stuff uh snuck them in there so yeah. I, I i really wouldn't be surprised if uh uh susie was supposed to be uh scary uh, susie yeah scary creepy susie, susie creepy susie yeah yeah and she acts like pretty much the same exact yeah. way the more intelligent... Well, her specialty is, like, alchemy. Yeah. yeah. So she is the potions teacher. Yeah, she's the po- potions lady. And out of everyone, she decides, you know, Akko is, is an idiot, and she's my roommate. I can convince her to take just about anything. Yeah, she just uses her as a guinea pig. Yeah, essentially, yeah. which actually becomes a rift in their friendship in the second movie. Yeah. But, all right, yeah, well, the first movie... Oh, I'm trying to remember all of time because I didn't well, watch to, it. Well, to, to be fair, Akko also kind of, like... Oh, yeah, she drags these poor... These yeah, two poor yeah. girls through, like, all the, her shitty yeah, ideas. Like, like, she's essentially an, uh, a forceful uh, extrovert for, forcing her to, like, introvert, like, friends who just want to stay inside to, like, do shit. Yeah, essentially, yeah. but, in, like, in a bad way. It's more what she wants, not what she thinks is good exactly. for her friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, in my opinion, that's what a lot of extroverts... And I, I discovered I'm kind of extrovert. Well, everyone's a combination of the two. Yeah. But, um, what I mean is, like, I, I've had those times when I try to convince my introverted friends, like, come on, let's go do this. It'll be good for. Like, you think you're doing good, but sometimes it just stresses people out. Come on, Michael. Let's go go, go to Fireplace Emporium. You'll like it, Michael. Michael, why are you crying when I'm shoving you down this fireplace? I thought you liked Christmas and Santa. <laughs> Michael, stop crying. You're embarrassing me in front of all of these women dressed up like elves. <laughs> Delicious elves. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, the the movies are... Uh, the first movie was pretty uh, simple plot, where it was just, like, they go into the dungeon for, like, a test. They fuck up. Um, well, no. They go... They, they Yeah, they fuck up. End up going deeper. She finds the raw... The shining chariot's, like, wand, essentially. Yeah. That's been locked... That's been thrown down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and ends up also releasing a dragon at yep. the same time. And then, like, uh, she essentially uses the power of uh, uh, self-esteem to defeat the dragon. Which, with an arrow through the face! Which, essentially, as we watch the series, I think that's what that staff literally runs on. Self-esteem? Well, self-esteem, like, hope and, like, it's, like believing in yourself, kind of. Yeah, like. it's, like, it's, a, it's very uh, magical girl, Sailor Moonish. Yeah. Which, which I like, so, like, this is, what, like, my main uh, noodle of the series that I really like. Where it's, like, it was... Very because it's like I like Trigger. I like Trigger a lot. Um, I like, like some of their stuff. Yeah. Well, I I uh, I, I really like uh, the stuff they try to do because a lot of it is a kind of parody. Yeah. Uh, well, like the two main series I've seen of them, which is like uh, Gurren Logan and uh, Kill la Kill. Yeah. Uh, this 
series seems to be like an original thing that they made that's not a clear parody. It's got some parody <laughs> elements. Yeah. I would almost call it a clear pa- parody of a combination of Harry Potter yeah. and some somewhat of the magical girl kind of like men, uh, it, it, it is a little bit of the magical girl culture too, but, but it's, it's more like, Harry Potter. It's more it's it's more of a parody of Harry Potter and yeah. like just the magical genre instead of magical girl genre. Yeah. Because it's like my main thing with magical girl genre that I don't like is there's kind of like that there's a creep <laughs> that undercurrent of sexualization of yeah. clearly underaged women yeah. like Sailor Moon was the first magical girl one that got really big yeah. and Sailor Moon didn't intend to sexualize those characters I don't think so at well, least they kind of did they, they kind of did in like this very in like um, in a way where they didn't think this is where it would end up you know yeah it was kind of like, oh, this could, like, I didn't know people on the internet would, like, take this transformation sequence and turn it into, like, a gangbang scene on Rule 34. Well, Rule 34 people will just take it in directions that yeah, but, most of us can't even fathom. Yeah, but it's like, I I really like Little Witch Academia because I, I, I was talking to my friend about this earlier where it's like, it kind of captures the feel, uh, I feel like, of Kiki's Delivery Service. But it kind of uh, adds that little of, like, uh, actual magic. kinetic anime flair. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the other thing I love about the series is, like, everything, there is so much, like, um, effort put into the animation. Yes. Like, yeah. everything is interesting. Like, you actually don't, you really don't want to tear your eyes away for anything because there are really no dull moments. Yeah, yeah. It's got you, it's usually got you by, by your hair. By your hair, forcing you to stare at it for the entire time, and what you're watching isn't bad. Yeah. Like it's and all even little like little sprites and stuff are giving like so much kind of like movement yeah. to them. They feel so much more organic. And, and it's like that's the thing. You're genuinely attracted to the scene of stuff that's uh, moving around. You're not attracted to the scene because it's like upskirts and panty shots and like things are jiggling around. Yeah, it, it's not cheap shots. It's like you're actually pulled into it. It's like Kiki's delivery service is a very quiet and mellow movie about like a little girl essentially like finding her place yeah, in the world. Yeah, she's leaving home. Yeah, and it, it's like if you look at it, it's like comparing it to like a lot of current animes where like shit is happening all the time. Yeah. It's a very quiet and kind of dull movie, but it still like draws you in it because stuff is happening and it's like it's just so charming. Yeah. This movie combines that like genuine charm and it takes that kinetic flair of, of today's like, anime. Of, you know, yeah. like the best anime I would or like kind of animation I would compare it to is almost Red Line. Yes. Of where there is something always going on on screen. There is literally nothing, there is literally no moment in which, like, no, someone is not moving. Except for perhaps, like, little wake-up sequences. But you know what? Even those have a little bit of charm to them when an idiot wakes up and slams their head somehow into the upper bunk of their bed. Yeah. But, 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 like, what what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't, like, I agree with you with what you said, but it's also that uh, in other magical girl things that I've seen that I stopped immediately after seeing it because it made me feel icky is because it's like they rely on um, they, they rely on the spectacle of like, oh, we're going to make this just a little bit saucy. Actually, this reminds me of a story that you told me that you should be telling right now. Okay, so... I think you know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so when, uh, when, I, I, I won't say a time or date in it, but, like, when, uh, uh, when I was going to school, uh, I, I do a little bit of drawing and illustration, 
uh, I knew a couple of people there, and there was this one dude I tangentially knew. He approached me uh, while I was eating <laughs> it somewhere, and he was just like, hey, so I have an idea for a comic. I was like, okay. It's like, my comic will be a magical, like, it, it's gonna be like a magical girl manga. I was like, okay. Pulling, like, pulling the sketchbook away from the table. It's gonna be witch-themed. Okay, sketchbook's back on the table. They're gonna be 12-year-old girls, and the way they activate their magical powers is by sexually exploring each other. It's like, well, it was great talking to you. Um, I actually have to go to class right now, and it's just like, that's not what I want to do. That's, uh, like, that will going, not be the, that will not be yeah. your legacy, Michael. Yeah, that will not be my legacy. No. No, no, no. That is what Michael will leave on this world. <laughs> if I'm going to draw, uh, if I'm going to draw a witch story, I'm either going to go full charming, or it's going to be a full pornography of age-appropriate women. <laughs> and I've written one of those. Oh no! Oh no! And I haven't heard of this, and I don't want to. But uh, like, yeah, what, what I was saying earlier is like, there's uh, like, there, there's kind of like this. This is why I really like Little Witch Academia, where it. It doesn't oh wait a minute! Is your witch pornography is that fucking four panel joke of the witch of the witches when they slay the monster? What? From your comic on snafu.com. Those weren't witches. Those are cultists. Those are completely <laughs> different. <laughs> I don't know. I think one of them had a pointy hat. They did not have pointy hats. I'm gonna pull that up right I, now. I'm I, I am <laughs> certain of it because I drew that in its second in the Victorian era. They are not wearing pointy hats. They are wearing red skimpy dresses because I was a stupid 14 year old. <laughs> Continue. I, I was a stupid 14-year-old that vaguely knew how to draw a woman's body, which is the most dangerous thing a 14-year-old can have in their arsenal. You've basically given me the ammunition to shoot spider webs all over my own room forever. Like, go ahead, take away my laptop and my computer and the TV. As long as I have a pen and paper, uh, these spider webs will keep coming. I'm sorry for every Everybody who's listening right now. <laughs> I'm like a vulgar Spider-Man. <laughs> no, that is, no, that is Spider-Man. That's the, there's a reason why Spider-Man was the was the hero that every teenage boy can can relate to. Not, yes, no, they are a teenage boy with the ability to spray white sticky stuff with their hands. Spider-Man doesn't make a, a hot dog strangling motion every time he wants to shoot a web mark. That would be a far different movie, and I would. Own it, and it would be right next to my Shrek altar. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how things work. You can't, you can't just like Superman, super, uh, Superman TP my blasts when he ejaculates, and he's so strong he can kinetically manipulate his own. He can tense his own muscles in his penis and forces his ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> oh god. Uh, but oh, back to my point, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, they didn't have pointy hats, but one does have a crown that looks like a pointy hat. It is a crown of thorns. I don't. I wouldn't call it thorns. I tried to draw thorns, but uh, <laughs> uh, at least you drove with different boob types, or at least boobs going in different directions. Again, fourteen-year-old Michael. <laughs> I was just excited I knew how to drew boobs and a butt. 
which aren't seen here, but there is a very questionable why is this cloth going in that direction? Yeah. <laughs> Implying she's got a dick. Uh. Oh boy. I, 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> For the on a separate note, go check out Michael's comic on staffucomics.com. Notice the league. Yeah, uh, it, it it's been up there for a while. I haven't updated. I'm probably gonna reboot it. It's like uh, he hasn't updated in over a year at least. Yep. Yep. Uh, to follow, follow me on Patreon. <laughs> um, bam, my, my Seriously, follow him. I had to pay for his dinner tonight. God damn it, he's that poor. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, my my point is. This series relies a lot on genuine charm, which is something I haven't seen in, like, a lot of animes, because, like, a lot of animes rely on, like, the cheap thrills of, like, super violence, which I don't mind. I mean, like, I yeah. go to there for that. We just finished playing some of the new Berserk game, which Yeah, came the Berserk out. Dynasty Warriors. Like, the cheap thrills of, like, violence and sex. And it's, like, if a movie, if it, like, because... Madoka Madoka is like essentially that. <laughs> is essentially what? Is essentially that. Like the. Oh, you just made some enemies, enemies, Michael. Are, are, are you a fan of Madoka Madoka Jean? She shrugged. She used to be more, but now her her love has switched to Persona. I I need to like watch more. I, I need to watch more of it. Should we do a Madoka Madoka uh, episode? <laughs> there are there are four four movies. How many movies are there? Three movies. There are three movies. Three movies I still haven't seen yet. I re yeah. I finally watched the series in entirety during college. Yeah. And I very much enjoyed that fight scene with Homura and the giant witch, which I'm blanking the name on right now. Well, I need to uh, I need to see it all the way because I'm only remembering it in fragments. But yeah, uh, I, I I I enjoy this uh, I enjoy this series because it relies a lot on charm and it's like a modern anime that feels a lot like it was heavily inspired uh, by like Kiki's Delivery Service and it, it it has wonder back into it. Like you're interested because it's like how does this witch society work? How do they do tests? Like do people hate witches? Are there dude wizards? Like what's happening? Over which here? apparently there are not. Okay, so there are no dude wizards. Course, as as of the series, as of episode seven, there are still no dude wizards or any evidence that a man can cast magic. Okay. The only in in evidence we've we've come of men coming into the series is a man who said, what's the point of magic? It's so obsolete. Oh. Which we can definitely get into some questions about uh, about sexism in this case. Yeah, oh, wait, sexism, is that like is that like the way sexism is represented magic deniers? I have no idea, but just like the fact that men, like the series represents, like men don't believe in magic, women do. Ah, uh, okay. Because even that, even that's even represented in the friggin' movie in the that's second true. movie. Yeah, because that's true. Yeah, that's true. All like the, the little, little boys. boys. Yeah, but well, at the end of it, like you know, they have their parade. Well, that was the whole point of that yeah. was to finally appreciate that. Which that parade has got to be one of the stupidest things I had ever <laughs> heard of. They literally, it's like they essentially turning. <coughs> Holocaust Remembrance Day into a parade. Into, into a festival in which you put get some Jews, people dressed up as Jews, <laughs> and you shove them in the oven. We, we have this adult tank no, which no, has no, no, coals no, at no, the no, bottom. No, no. The, the, the parade is like a train, and like yeah. each car is like a horrific scene from World War Two. And then all of the and all of the, the people watching are handed freaking airsoft guns or are able to shoot them. Yeah. It's like what? Is, what? Like this is not an. 
appropriate way to remember this awful time it is. Exactly. Because the parade we're talking about is in the second movie. The entire plot revolves around like the the, the bad PR the school is getting because the town is like we're sick of witches. No, it's not even that. It, no, it wasn't so much that. It was um, it was supposed to be remembrance, literally yeah, remembrance, remembrance day. day, and l- l- the the main cast gets in trouble again, and this and this is school Snape has has punished them by making them have to essentially represent the witch burning parade. Yeah, yeah. So it's like an entire parade based around like the burning of witches, which is an actual thing and an awful thing that yeah. uh, people did back in the day. It was essentially, oh, are you a woman and you have a vagina? Burn her. She's a witch. She has an opinion burn her she's the witch <laughs> and that's what I'm literally saying that this is like maybe I'm going a little far with the Holocaust but both of them were essentially genocides yeah yeah I mean uh I mean like one was a like yeah well, no that's true in their, true. Universe, in their universe, true. this is a genocide yeah this is eliminating any, any women who has magical abilities and this was a family line kind of deal yeah it was... Li- yeah, it's like, I remember that, thinking that, it's like, why would you have a parade for that? And it was like something that was sanctioned by the witch school. Yeah, I think it was just kind of... It was like, it's we gotta like, get the normies no, they, off our back. No, they literally said, this was put, this this parade happened as a remembrance to remind everyone what happened to witches in the past. Yeah. And I just watched the series, like, what? When did we watch the movie? About a week ago, Janine? Less than that? Less than a week ago. So it's still pretty fresh in my memory for all I for for as much as I can remember. Yeah, and I've got my girlfriend to fact check me out. <laughs> Mostly her either shaking her head disappointingly or nodding yes. We need to get uh, Janine uh, a desk and like uh, a headset <laughs> so she can be her producer, <laughs> and she can just be like thumbs up or thumbs down. It's like oh, Janine says we can't do it. We can't say that. <laughs> I, I I take back saying she, she uh, is the FCC to yeah. our to our Adult Swim. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, yeah but you, you raise a good point. And yeah, you're totally right. It's like, that's a completely inappropriate parade to have. Yeah. And to which I very much agree with Akko of wanting to change the mentality of that instead of showing, like, oh yeah, this terrible shit happened. But, like, remember, magic is cool. Yeah, people, magic is cool. We're great. not bad people. Yeah. And they show, like, it, like uh, there are some, you know, there are some realms where it's like magic and technology cannot exist. That one German girl proved that that's not the case. Oh yeah, freaking Constance. Uh, yeah, the techno, the techno wizard. Yeah, who got in trouble because she breaks the rules and brings technology into the school. Yeah, which is like, why can't you combine technology with magic? Why that's can't you have a new cutting edge frontier? Why can't you have a cell phone in school? Yeah. I mean, okay, sure, you can point point your stick at your forehead and call your friend telepathically. Uh, yeah. Call- Telepathically talk to your friend across the uh, across the building, but if you're out of range of that damn sorcerer's stone, you ain't doing shit. That's like saying it's like you can't masturbate anymore because you have a fleshlight. It's I still have two good hands. It's like <laughs> what if I'm too lazy to roll out of my uh, bed on the floor in the morning? I got like what am I gonna do with these two hands and this south pole now? <laughs> I think it's more accurate going. Oh, you don't have any internet. You can't look at all that cool porn. I have two hands I- and a sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 14 again. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to imagine Michael. It, is, it was a mistake that I learned art and I got good at it. Because <laughs> it's like, he's a host upon himself. It's like, we've taken away the computer and everything else. He's just drawing smut. Do you see this? This is a 300-page comic about a witch that doesn't wear pants. <laughs> it has an arc. <laughs> The arc is she gets pants, and then she takes them off. 
Oh my, please tell me that was real and that wasn't just something you made up. It's, uh, it's only one chapter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, back to actually Little Witch uh, Academia. Yeah, but like, uh, in the second movie, three new characters are introduced to the squad. Uh, Constance, our technology, technology wizard. wizard uh, uh, the fat wizard, who I don't remember the name of, and her whole shtick is just She eating. just eats. Because there's always that Japanese stereotype of like, oh, this is, uh, this, this is fatty. character. This is, is like, fatty. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's mean. It's yeah. like, that, that, that actually, like, kind of makes me upset. Yeah. And then you have uh, uh, Amanda, Amanda, the new best wizard, yeah. the thief, the Lupin the Third of the series. Yeah. And... Alright, this is one thing I noticed about either about Japanese series or just about series um, these days, which I'm kind of glad they're doing at the same time, kind of, there's a point in my mind that's kind of like, eh, um, is that a lot of new characters are very supportive of whatever, like, someone comes up with an idea, and, like, people are very supportive of helping them, like, yeah. one of the biggest things, like, you see in, like... Holy shit! What? My friend is the voice actress for, like, the girl, like, for Amanda and the American Dub? What? Oh, shit! I need to call her! Dude, get her. Yeah. Call her up. Get, see if you can get her on the show. Uh, Marianne, you're like my goddamn hero. Oh. Yeah, because I, I I was scrolling through the Wikipedia and I was like, wait, is that is that my friend? It's like, uh, clicked it. It's like, oh shit, that's my girl. Where does oh. she live? Uh, she lives in L.A. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll have to Skype her or something. Yeah, she is a busy lady. She she owns her own like uh, agency for like cons now. Oh damn. Yeah. She she is she is power business lady. Uh, but dude, call her, dude, message her, call her up, yeah. tell her we want her on for the Little Witch Academia like yeah. series episode. I, I will go begging, growling. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that there's Amanda O'Neill, the American, uh, the Amer the the sexy American witch who Const knows pole yeah. dancing essentially. Yeah, um, the only sexual thing in like the series is just like okay. Uh, you get one. You get one. Yeah. Which yeah. literally started off off. It literally started off as this kind of like a almost like one of those military kind of R O R O T R O G C R O T C kind of like drill kind of performance. And then she starts getting on and doing acrobatics. So I was like, ho ho ho. Yeah, and I like how it was it like played as like uh, it, it it wasn't played sexually as the other girls. They're like, we can't fucking do that. Yeah, exactly. like, get mad. They're like, what the. That is how I want, like, little yeah. things where, like, just, like, that is, I want more series to do that where it's clearly sexual in front of them, but they forget the sexual thing and they just go, you expect us to do, like, yeah. some other point. Like, it, it's up. like, I saw the remake for, uh, the Majestic 7 and, like, the Chinese character is, like, a, a, a killer with knives and he tries to teach, like, a bunch of cowboys how to kill with knives and he's like, there's no, like, a knife is, there's nothing elegant to the attack. You stab and you stab and you slash and he, like, destroys three things and he turns around and the cowboys are like, we can't fucking do that! And they just throw out their knives to the floor and walk away. <laughs> so let's go learn to shoot! Yep. No, like... Yeah, uh, yeah, there's, um... What's the name of, uh, the, uh... The goddamn... Cause, uh, the, the fat, fat eating girl is, yeah. uh, Russian, I think. Uh, I don't know. You said the same thing. Oh, no, you said... Yeah, uh, ja ja uh, Jasminka uh, and Nicole. Which is the other thing that I was kind of happy about this series, is that, like, these are supposed to be characters from different parts, like, a European yeah. setting, and their names kind of reflect it for the most part, except for Akko, who is actually supposed to be the from Japanese, Japan. Japanese, yeah. Yeah. Because they in the series, they actually make a point to that, like, at one point, like, the thing, like, I can't believe one of them, is, one of the new students is, like, from an Eastern, like, island nation kind yeah. of thing. It's like... <laughs> Where it's like clearly said, like most of these wizards and stuff are mostly European. Yeah, 
Because, like, they, they have, like, a lot of very European... Like, it, it's very European uh, witchery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and, oh, the other character we never mentioned is the homeroom teacher, essentially. Oh, uh, Ursula? Yes. Yeah. Ursula, who's... Who, who, secretly, Shiny Chariot. Well, that was a big spoiler you probably should have... She's, like, no, it's, like, super alluded to that in the movies. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because she knows about the rod and everything. Well, yeah, but she knows about the rod, but so do a bunch of people. Yeah, well, well, it's, like, it, it's heavily implied. It's, like, the, like, once you realize that, it's, like, oh, I think she's supposed to be Shiny Chariot. I either figured, because, all right, for those who don't know, one of the things that we didn't mention was the fact that, well, the reason, um, despite Akko being this big fan of this Shiny Chariot, who was, like, this kind of, like, famous, almost, yeah. like, pop star for a bit... She disappeared, like, ten years ago, and no one's cared to find yeah. her. And, like, they find out in, like, the, the serious wizarding world, like, they treat Shiny Chariot as, like, oh, she's just, like, uh, uh, a shallow celebrity. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to think of, no, I'm trying to think of an example. Basically, yeah. they're pissed off because the, she is, like, mainstreaming or popularizing, like, this ancient heritage, kind of, like, ancient art and tradition. Yeah. Um, think, there's a lot of those. I just can't think of one right now. Like, I, like the, the thing I was trying to think of is, like, somebody in, like, science who kind of, like, uh, boils it down, and it's like, Bill Nye does a really good job. No, at it's it. not, like, no. not like Bill Nye. Yeah. It's the, think of more of, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, a good example of, like, something that's, like, a cultural tradition kind of thing. Yeah. And then people just kind of, like, like, take it out of, like, mainstream it. Yeah. Because, like, Akko is essentially, like, a weeb for wizards. No, that is exactly yeah. what she was. Yeah. She is a... That is one of the reasons why we're talking about this on Weeaboo Wednesdays. Yeah. She, is, she, too, is a weeb. Yeah, our, our precious baby girl is I don't know about just, precious uh, or baby girl. Uh, She's more of the daughter that like, I'll admit to having her as my daughter. Yeah, but our not precious a, daughter is a weeb! <laughs> <laughs> this comes from your side of the family! My side of the How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> you wake oh. up one night and your parents are funny and say, this is your fault. You're like, you fucking raised him like this. It's like, I'm not the one who watches Inuyasha when I was sleeping in bed. It's like, who told you about that? <laughs> I am not the one who filled witches in her head, those dreams of witches in her head, or took her to that damn show, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> to which we have to have a very long conversation about that chariot poster I found under your bed. <laughs> Why am I the wife of this? <laughs> Why can't we both be the husband? It's 2016, Mark. She can be a dog. She's Japanese. <laughs> um. Ah, shit. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Admittedly, we haven't really been talking too much about this. Like this, one of the goals for this episode I want to try doing is a non-spoiler episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which though we did kind of put in that spoiler of possible. Well, this is possible. for the, the two. Okay. Movies. Well, they never really yeah. confirm. The, they yeah. never really confirm the fact that she Ursula is Shining Cherry, but it's just implied. It's implied. Yeah. Also, Diana's a bitch. Yeah, she's we haven't mean. talked. We haven't talked to her about her yet. She's mean. Uh, yeah. Diana, the Malfoy of the series, the one who comes to like my father will hear something about this. Yeah, who she, pretty much does that without saying my father. A, a very traditional like one percent witch, you know, yeah, where she, it's like everything is like proper, like uh, you know, these obsolete traditions are done to keep the powerful, the powerful in power. She, yeah. Oh, I don't know so much about that. She she grew up. Um, I guess the word is privileged. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's the air she gets, uh, like, uh, like, you know, you get from her. Yeah, yeah, she was one of those people who, who has succeeded through talent, not hard work. Yeah. To which, usually, if you look at most anime series especially, that is usually the antagonist. 
for a lot of the main characters. It is talent and not hard work. It is yeah, it is usually that is usually how like any kind of rivalry works in most shonen series. Look at Sasuke and Naruto. Sasuke had the talents, whereas Naruto had the hard work. It's kind of same true, yeah. same thing with a lot. I'm trying to think of like other examples of that right now. Um, I'm a little buzzed right now, uh, so and I've, my nose is stuffed as all hell. I'm, I apologize if you heard me blow my nose on this podcast. Yeah, well, it could be with uh, um, uh, also in One Piece where Luffy has uh, like you know the weakest of the double fruit uh, powers, which is like the uh, like in the is ranking. Because, like, they mentioned the rankings and Logia is, like, top tier. And then there's, like, Paramecia, which is, like, the one that Luffy has. Yeah. Which is you have qualities like it, but you don't turn into it. Yeah. And everybody should, because, like, the zone, uh, the the Logia uh, fruit types are the ones who are in power. Yeah. So you could... For good reason. You you could say it's, like, they're skirting on their power because of, like, their, their, uh, of their, just on their power. Whereas Luffy has had to, like, barrel fist his way through, like, classical Ode to Joy Op beating the shit out of people to get what he wants. He defeated a god because he was made of rubber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best The, the most satisfying Kepati where he just selects him in the face and says, ah! No, just that, that, my favorite bit from that is just that moment of when he fight, when he like, you're like, oh, this, this peasant is like, is rising up against me. I was just, god, shock. What? <laughs> and then it just like comes that realization in his head like, He's made of rubber. Rubber doesn't conduct electricity. electricity. Yeah. I'm bones. Oh no. <laughs> that, that was a great arc. Yeah, that was a that was a good arc. Um, yeah, I, th- that's that's something we should look into later. That's a good observation, Mark. Let's let's tap that to uh, our weeaboo detective scroll. Tal- all the series in which you see talent versus hard work. Yeah, talent. It can actually be seen with Inuyasha. Sashomaru versus Inuyasha. Oh. Sashomaru, who was from the full-blooded side of the family, who had all these awesome attacks and uh, the like, yeah, yeah. and you believe he has the birthright of the Tetsaiga sword, like the beginning of the yeah. series. And then Inuyasha gets it because he's actually the hard worker who actually has a human heart in him. Yeah, so, uh, like, it could be it could be also interpreted as, like, the, uh, shit, the, the privileged versus the, uh, the hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, a, is something that I think one of the reasons includes so often in not just Japanese media and media in general. It's yeah. something, let's be honest, most of us can relate to. Yeah, no, totally. It's like... Uh, we've all had that, like, person either in class or in this, so it's just naturally, like... So much more intelligent, so much more, like, yeah. or just comes from such a rich family of, like, you learn, like, yeah, we go to, like, we, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like you have every possible every... advantage that you, you had access to, and it's like they end up on top, and it's like, I've worked so hard for this, it's like, no, it seems like this is something that would logically fall into that. You literally had every door open before you while I had to kick them in SWAT style and break my leg. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I'm not strong. <laughs> I'm not strong at all. <laughs> In case you didn't know, viewers, I'm not. I watch cartoons of tiny like witch ladies, and I cry, and I like it because it's like, boy, I sure do wish I lived in Magic World instead of Stroke World. Though <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, I will say this though, I like many series. This is all right. This is something I want to come up with you every time we talk about a new series of. Is this place a good place to live or not? Yeah, I totally live in this place. No, here's the thing, though. You say that. But, like, think about this. Would you say that about Harry Potter? Okay, not not Harry Potter. Would you say... Like, like, not Harry Potter. In this this instance... Would you say that about Star Wars? Not Star Wars. Star Trek? Definitely. I would. Okay, Star, Star Trek is like it, like that. This question's already come up before. It's like, which, yeah. which space, like, royal. It's not even it's like Star that. Trek. Because it's like, 
like Star Trek is like, oh man, I sure am down on my luck. I can't afford rent. Oh wait, we are we live in a post scarcity like we live in a post scarcity world. Money isn't a thing anymore. Dang, I sure do wish I could like go out into space. Why don't you enlist in Starfleet Academy? You don't have to pay for it. It's like, whoa, I'm really hungry. Do you want do you want a steak and potatoes? I have a machine under my desk that could literally make whatever you want. Yeah. It's like, boy, Star Trek world sure is cool. Yeah, no, Star Trek world is one of the only places I would definitely say 100% this is a good place to live. Because Star Trek Little is Witch a Academia. utopia. Yeah. Little Witch Academia, I would say I would give it a shot. Yeah. Because from what we see in the series, yes, there is a lot of, there is some dangerous shit out there. Yeah. But so long as you essentially avoid, like, avoid, like, either stupid, like, politicians as we saw in freaking the second movie. Yeah. In which... Literally, the mayor decides a little bit. This isn't too much spoiler. This isn't far into it, yeah. but like that. Yeah. Oh, when he uh, the he excavates an ancient like cultural figure, which was also a ceiling stone for a giant monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. his own vanity. Yeah, <laughs> he's the stupid statue of himself. Yep. <laughs> it's such an evil mayor. I love that archetype of the mayor is the bad guy just because he's the mayor. But here's the thing. I think right now we can, especially <laughs> as... Fuck you, Ed Lee! <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm taking shots! I'm taking... I'm drunk on Uncle Bob's whiskey and uh, this boba from Mr. and Mrs. again. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, fuck you! <laughs> You're no witch! <laughs> You're a bitch! <laughs> I hate you! What has Ed Lee done to you? Uh, well, he's just, like, done a lot of shitty things to this city, what, and, like, I, all what? his policies are really bad. Oh, what has he done? I haven't really done Oh, well, he's well, mostly because I was out of the city, living, uh, well, I was living back in the city for about a year or two. He's now. the reason why, like, all the tech companies moved in, because he could keep giving them, like, five-year tax holidays. Uh. So they moved in here because they didn't have to pay taxes. And it's so short-sighted because, like, once those tax holidays are up, they'll have to pay, and then they'll all move out, and then it will create a vacuum, and we're gonna, like, crash really hard. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. But at the same time, He's I, also, like, straight out, he's come thing. out and said, it's like, I want to turn San Francisco into a gated community. It's like, fuck wow. you, man! Like, he wants to turn our city into Rapture from Bioshock. But Rapture wasn't a gated community, so to speak, other than the fact that it was surrounded by water. It was more of, you, you can come here as long as you, like... As long as you believe in the, your own hard work. It was a fucking, uh, what's John's favorite term for his... his a social, uh, libertarian paradise? Yeah. No, but, like, that's the thing about, like, Rapture that ended up the downfall. It's like, somebody still has to fix the toilets and the pipes. That was the big thing. It's like, this well, no, will not no, work. That wasn't the big thing. Yeah. It was because it was, it was lack of morale in unregulated, research. Yeah. Unregulated research in which they knew their plasmids were addictive. Yeah. And were, like, totally cool with that. Because let's be honest, if your product's addictive, it'll buy. We've got buyer. We we can and, make sure and we have crime, one. organized crime. Yes, organized yeah. crime was like that. Well, that, that the unregulated capitalism essentially made like the perfect smokescreen for like organized crime. Yep, and it also the banning of religion kind of yeah. led to the smuggling of religion, religion into religion it. into it. It's like yeah. Which, on the one hand, part of me would believe if I built a utopia, I would kind of, for the most part, be like, you know what, for the most part, religion, you're kind, you're not so much banned, but you're no different from anyone else. Yeah, it's like, you're, you're just not allowed in the government. You are, yeah. well, it's not just that, of like, you're gonna have to pay taxes, too. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, now you, you hear it now, I, I would tax churches. Churches. No. Yeah, you, you heard yeah. it, Zarmark would tax the church. <laughs> Call the Cossacks! <laughs> Rally the Inquisition! 
We better string him up now while he's still a neophyte. <laughs> I don't know what half of these words are. I know what all of them mean. <laughs> You're using them properly. <laughs> this is how I've coasted through my life. Hope, like, there's just like a pool of words, and I'm like, I think I roughly know what this means. I'll put it in context of my It's like, wow, he sure does make a good point. Fucking right, I do. Give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> the big thing that I would say for Little Witch Academia if I was uh, transplanted in there is like, can I learn magic? Unfortunately, it appears men cannot. I will put on a dress and get some foundation, and I will go to that school and I'll uh uh, uh shit. What? Here's the. You don't know the sad thing. Men can't learn magic. Fish can. I'll there, pretend to be there a fish. Is, there is prof Professor Pisces is a real teacher at that school. Okay, I'm, I'm excited to watch the series. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Professor Pisces. And learning how to talk fish is an advanced art, apparently. <laughs> learning how to talk fish. I'd be down. I'd right. so, yeah. Right, so, wait, would you, so you'd give it a shot. I would give it I would. Yeah. I would try living this. Because they, the series also shows that men can also, though, can work in a magical, like, item environment. So, yeah. like, clearly men can do something. Yeah. Or he's literally just a clerk. It's one yeah. of the two. But, like, uh, uh, going back with, like, uh, those kids, the hooligans who are essentially the antagonists in, like, the second movie, yeah. I really like the way it ends because it's, like, the it, it kind of goes full circle where the parade puts the wonder into the boy. Because yeah. it's, like, that's what started it off. It's, no, you want to know what put the wonder into the boy? Uh, being chased by a Satan. No. Dian Diana's thick locks is what did it. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> he literally started to have a crush on the bitch of the series. Yeah, well, like, he found... He found, he found Once again, wonder. No, no yeah. here's the thing. Once again, this series is not highlighting Akko. It is highlighting <laughs> Diana. <laughs> she defeats the antagonist by herself. Again. <laughs> the, secret, the secret undercurrent of the movie. Aryan women <laughs> <laughs> mean Aryan woman. That's what a Japanese businessman like. Oh, yes, yeah. She bossed me around. Not like the women here. <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's like, I, I enjoy that it like comes full circle around because it's like, you know, the series starts because Akko is uh, heavily inspired by like uh, a chariot. Because, mm -hmm. like, she's like, I want to be a, a witch because it's like, I'm filled with so much wonder with her. And then this dude is just like, oh, wow, witches are cool. And they're pretty. Yeah. That's right, you asshole. Those are facts. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Though they do bring up a, it's one of those things where they bring up a good point in the fact. One, I think that's one of the things that you'll see in the TV series that is very much comes up as a theme is the fact that magic has become obsolete compared in this age of science, oh, science really? and technology. Okay. Like you'll even see like this other like ancient being has decided to screw the old ways and literally now is trading stocks online, <clears throat> and because it makes them a lot more money than it did ever like. I, pillaging and destroying. I had a, a, a thing in, like, the game I'm writing where it's, like, uh, it's not the Jews own the banks, it's the dragons. Oh, God. And they really do. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the dragons have essentially, like, made banks out of their hordes, so, like, the global economy is actually controlled by dragons. Yeah, that sounds about as bad as the <laughs> goblins from freaking <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. 
Which there's a, there's a so, whole. I mean, like, would you rather be stereotyped as an awful long hook nosed thing or a thing of power and rage and anger? <laughs> Which would you rather be stereotyped, Mark? Whichever one won't be my people thrown in camps. One, well, like, one gets roasted by a venture, one roasts in Mark. You're either the butcher in the maze or a ghost. Make your decision. <laughs> I made a Pac-Man reference. <laughs> oh god, my throat. Um, uh, but yeah, um, Lola Chakadiva, uh, that, that, that's my one really long noodle about it that I love. Do you got any broth about it? Let's see here. I gotta, here's the thing that I get... Alright, let me and talk about one noodle. specifically the, the, the movies, right? Yeah, let me talk yeah. about this one noodle I do want to talk about before we get to, I get to my broth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the fact that this is a series you can watch with anyone. This is a great introduction series to anyone oh, yeah, for, no. anim, for the idea, for what the anime, like, just kind of culture itself. Yeah, yeah. It is a great introducer of it. It, it. it pretty much stands for everything that, like, most anime fans wish most anime was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, you know, uh, maybe, like, 10 years ago in high school, if I had, like, a girl over, like, I would show her Kiki's Delivery Service. Because it's simple, it's accessible, and it's cute. And yeah. it's fun. And it's, like, you know, you can be a boy and like Kiki's Delivery Service. I love that movie. Fuck, by the way, fuck dudes who don't like Kiki's Delivery Service <laughs> just because the main character is a girl. Fuck you, dude. Like, what the hell? She worked hard for that bread. That girl did not appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, no, friggin', like, this is a series that you can introduce anyone to. This is a, this is a show, you can show your little cousins. Yeah, 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 Like, you yeah. show your little brother, your little sister, without having to get them destroyed by showing them something like Berserk. Yeah, <laughs> Berserk is for later. Yeah, Berserk is when they are old enough to understand nihilism and that the world's terrible place. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, no, I totally agree with you. Like, this is, uh, this is, like, a great, uh, intro, like, you know, kind of, it's like, oh, it's... Here's an anime. Yeah. So I've but, never had anime before. It's a... How does it... Oh, it tastes like a... It tastes like a fizzy lemon soda. It's like, that's called ramen Yep. Well, <clears throat> melon. It's supposed to be melon soda, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, I think it's like... Uh, ramen is actually like a, uh, the Japanese... Uh, like, the, the name itself derives from lemonade. Oh. I thought it was supposed Rem to be like melon. Lemonade. I thought it was supposed to be melon. No, uh, the, the melon is the popular flavor that came out of it. Uh, well, originally, it's it, it's essentially the equivalent of, like, Japanese, like, generic Sprite. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, but, yeah. Um, Noodle-wise, I would say, is for an older audience, especially for someone who's a bit more hardened and looking for something a bit more unexpected, perhaps, un, yeah. like, something that will surprise you, this is not the series to go for. Yeah. This series tells a rather predictable storyline. You kind of know how things are going to work out. Yeah. But you will still enjoy the ride. But otherwise. it's fun, yeah. Yeah. It is well animated. It's fun. It's kind of like, it does best, it does a very good story, a very good telling of a cliche story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was, uh, what's the, what, what was the broth? Well, that was the broth. Uh, okay, yeah. Because the story is very predictable. You will not be surprised. Yeah. There. <clears throat> I, I would actually say that would that, that was going to be my broth, too. It's like, uh, on, on further inspection of the series, it's a very by-the-template plot. Yeah. You know, you, you've got your excitable main character, who's Japanese. You've got her other two... Her, uh, nerdy, her nerdy friend and her eccentric friend. Friend, yeah. You've got the... the bitch. Uh, the like, the antagonist of privilege. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got the MacGuffin. And in this case, the MacGuffin is the, the scepter. Yeah. Or, uh, the, shining the shining rod. rod. 
Yeah. Which is essentially you learn... Who kills things with self-confidence! Well, in the second movie, it's just proven... Like, Alright, this is the other thing I will say with my bra. This is a pretty powerful artifact, apparently. Yeah. They let her keep it. At yeah. the end of the first movie, they let her keep it. <laughs> she found this rod at the bottom of this dungeon, which I imagine, even though this was like a treasure hunt for these girls, yeah. they probably had to give the stuff back to the school. <laughs> we just throw our students into these level 5 dungeons and we get to keep whatever they find. Well, no, it's already theirs. It's more like one of those kind of... It's like... It's like a scavenger hunt kind of thing of where, like, yeah. you just find the gold coins, but you kind of have to give the gold coins back so we can get next time. I was thinking it's like, so your elementary school teacher just spreads gold coins out on St. Patrick's Day when you're looking for them, and he's like, all right, give them back. They're mine. They're mine. Give them back. I gotta put them back. <laughs> I gotta do it for next year. But yeah, no, like, that's how I imagine it, because I don't know... None of the other characters, we really got to see them bring out some artifact or anything like that. Well, this is the other thing. They, yeah. This is the other thing about it, it. The first movie especially is rather short. Yeah. But it makes it makes use of its time very well. Yeah, it's so. a trim half hour. Yeah. Yeah. The second movie is an hour, and honestly, we me and, me and my girlfriend thought we were going to watch the TV series when we found that. It was like, we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. And I like the addition of the three new characters. All right, yeah. speaking of those three new characters, let's do it. Okay, waifu of the week! All right, Michael, who is yours? Susie, Susie Van Yeah. All right, Susie, Susie. I, I can understand that she she is definitely high up there. Well, like, she she's high up there because it's like, uh, I I like the alchemist type. I like the, the weird, she, just stylistically, she looks so different from everybody yes. else. The big reason that I found out that I like her a lot is a, a representation issue with me. She is Filipino. We that last name is Filipino. It's Sebanese for sorcerer. Huh. Yeah, uh, and like that really actually makes me really happy because it's like, I've only ever seen two animes in my entire life that has like a Filipino character in it. Huh. And the other one was uh, Goodbye Despair Teacher and the Filipino girl in there is like the comedic oh, comedic. Oh, are you talking about, um... Yeah, she's uh, essentially uh, Ed. Um... Uh, Her name is Maria. No, Sayonara Zetsuba yeah. Sensei? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the tan scary. girl is Filipino. <laughs> about that? Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's like you never, ever see, like, uh, they never mention their, like, her first name is, uh, 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 so, uh, essentially, like, in the movie, she's straight up said to be, like, she's Sabano, which is, like, uh, 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 uh ethnicity in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Or, like, uh, her name is, uh, uh, from... Wait, are you talking about that one who kind of gets smuggled into the country one? Yeah, she's Filipino! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I was so excited that I found out, because, uh, like, the last name was just, like, I think that, like, I, I think that, like, that's uh, really familiar. I, I, I am, because it's, like, it's another dialect in, like, the Philippines, because I know Tagalog, uh, Sabano is, like, the other dialect there. All right. So, like, her last name is literally the Sabano word for, like, sorceress. Okay. So, uh, I, I was really excited when I found that out. I was like, yeah, yeah! All right. I guess from my wife of the week... Ah, it's between two of them. This was my original waifu yeah. of the week. Would have been uh, Amanda O'Neill, the ba the badass rebe rebellious girl who's yeah. um, who is literally she gets thrown into this whole situation because she literally she's steals. Catwoman. Yeah, she's essentially Catwoman. She she tries to rob the school of some powerful artifact and is caught. She's a fucking Catwoman. <laughs> And, but despite that, she's still supportive of other people. Yeah. She's still supportive of Anne. I, I did like that about her character, that she's not just like, oh, she's not, she's yeah. not, She doesn't think she's better than anyone else. Uh, 
she just doesn't love, she, well, she kind of does a uh, little bit, but not, she's more, it's more towards Diana than anyone else, but anyone will feel like, yeah, she, you think she, you're better than like, me? I, I'm better than, like, that girl, but you, you guys are okay in my Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, she doesn't, like, flaunt it. Yeah. She's like, like, as long as her image she's of herself is good, yeah. she's, a, she's, she's a pleasant person to be around. Yeah, because there's a difference between self-esteem and arrogance. Exactly. It's like she's got self-esteem, Diana's got arrogance. Yep. Yeah. Though, that, though her own arrogance shows up whenever it's challenged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, especially you'll see that in the TV series. Okay. Um, but, uh, my true wife of the week, Ursula. Ooh. Professor Ursula, not only is she age appropriate, yeah. she is so, she is the most supportive teacher I have ever seen. Yeah. In the second movie, when all shit's gone to yeah, hell, I like when the city is in danger, like, oh, she, it's an axe yeah, with a fucking megaphone. <laughs> she, keep, she keeps it up as an axe and is like quietly whispering to the students like, please fix this as soon as you can. Yeah. I'm trying to keep the image of the school intact and keep you guys out of jail. Yeah. Let's keep it, let's keep it going. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, what happened over there is like, uh, fucking, who is the mayor during 9-11 in New York? Like Giuliani? I think? Yeah, it's like Giuliani's at history of the megaphone. It's like, wow, check out those special effects, right? Could you fucking fix this, please? <laughs> like, no, she is so supportive of her. She's like spinning, spinning a disaster. Yeah, no. Yeah. She is incredibly supportive of her students, and like when something goes wrong, her first instinct isn't to like yell at them. Yeah, yeah. It's to try and help them out of the situation. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun because it's like uh, I I enjoy like character like uh, character arcs and characters where it's like it, it, in a place where it's easy to be uh, aggressive. It's like you show support. Mm -hmm. uh, I was reading this other. Th uh, I was reading this thing the other day where it's like why Bob's Burgers is like one of the more successful like family comedies right now. Mm -hmm. Is is because it's kind of uh, changed like the format of how like a family comedy is supposed to be. Because mm -hmm. people like the characters in Bob's Burgers aren't aggressive towards each other. They're weirdly supportive in like a quirky way that like doesn't like show up a lot. No, no, but that it is makes actually, it lovable. No, yeah. That is the thing I've been noticing in a lot of series nowadays. Yeah. That like random characters or characters you don't expect to be supportive are supportive. And I like that. that. One of yeah. the biggest things that always bothered me when I watched Finding Dory yeah. is all these random fish and the like are very supportive and helpful. Yeah. Like even the otters are willing to risk risk death to stop a truck in the middle of a highway. Well, well in their religion Dory's a god. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Whenever something like that happens, I just imagine that's the... If I was a director, I'd be the worst director ever. Like, why did this happen in the movie? It's a huge plot. Because they see her as god and their religion. It's like, what? <laughs> She's a wizard. She brainwashed them. But yeah, no. nonetheless, she, 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 remi she reminds me of that teacher that like... Every, that you loved in school. Yeah. Of a teacher who, did, when you screwed up, wouldn't get mad at you, would teach you what you did wrong, yeah. and support you on your future endeavors. Would like, be patient, would be empathetic, who would, like, you know, walk you through it. Like, yeah. you know, they don't get mad at you. If you have a crazy idea, her uh, her thing is, like, going, no, that's that's not within the bounds of this. She's, go for it. Yeah. Like, and even, like, you'll especially see in the TV series, she, like, even volunteers to support Akos as a tutor. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I, I enjoy, like, Some I, might argue she's a pushover, though. Yeah, some might argue she's a pushover, and you know what, Mark? Those people are wrong. 
So she is kind of a pushover. Uh, well, I haven't seen the series yet. Uh, well, well, I'm not even talking about the series. I'm just like remind, like she was like when she was trying to defend the students during her the, during that like punishment from Snape. She just kind of shut up every time she was confronted oh, yeah. by the by Snape. Well, like the theory with that, the theory with that is um um uh, the the theory I have with like Ursula and uh we're we're like, like I do believe that she's shining chariot. Uh, I feel like she knows that the other, uh, the other witches kind of see her as, like, this hokey thing that's like, you're not a real witch. Yeah, and because... Stuff. And she's gone back into ac 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 academia to, like, double down on that. I think yeah. one of the issues she's having with it, if that is true, I think the thing is, like, she left because it's kind of like that very much... It's a very common yeah. thing. Ah. She's, she got broken down. Yeah, she, exactly. She yeah. thought she was doing good, and she thought she was going to be able to leave an impact and, like, in, in uh, not influence, um, God, inspire, inspire. the next, gener next yeah. generation of, like, people to become wizards. Yeah. And she realized she kind of failed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it kind of left her disheartened, so she went back, and she thinks she, perhaps she could do more as a teacher than she would as a Exactly. Hero. It's kind of like, uh, the, the only example in real world that I can think of that is, like, somebody who gets popular off of a blog that's talking about, like, science shit, yeah. and then, like, an actual science, uh, like, uh, person goes over, it's like, half of the stuff that you're talking about is, like, so shallow and it's not right. And, like, you're just getting these people excited and giving them, like, disinformation. And then they get disheartened and they, like, double back down and go into school. Mm. Um, but it's like, you know, the intent was well. Yeah. The intent is, like, I want to get people, more people into this. I want to succeed. Yeah, you just, you, you just, you, it's not that you didn't succeed. Because she did succeed. She, like, Akko is in school. Well, one of them. Yeah, that, that, that's, like, one person. It's like, and, like, you know, if your, if, if your motive was to inspire and, like, one person gets inspired, it's like... You didn't technically fail, you know? Yes, but yeah. I mean, it's definitely... She didn't realize... Let's put it this way. She would never saw results for ten years. Still, though, it's like, you know... If you were in her shoes and, like, you know, going in the theory, it's like she's broken down and she sees Akko and Akko is just like, I'm here because my hero Shining Chariot is great and she, like, makes me feel like... She makes me feel like I could do anything. I guess that, How that, powerful would that be for you after, like, ten years of just being, like... I didn't do anything right. I have to double down on this. And then there's just that one person, that yeah. one person who doesn't even know you, doesn't realize you're like her role model and goes like, I am here because of this person and I look up to them incredibly. It's like, would that be worth it? Just like that one instance. And now she's struggling and you have every opportunity to help her. Like, would you do it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you, you don't have to be Hitler and, like, rile up tens of thousands of people, Mark. Sometimes the smallest victories are the sweetest. Yeah, but like I said, it's just one of those things of, it's unfortunate that you had to suffer through ten years of yeah, despair to finally true. find your results. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, the, the ends justify the means. In this case, not in Hitler's case. <laughs> Here's the thing that that was that is kind of surprising to me that I th I'd imagine freaking Shining Chariot to be a lot more wealthy if Ursula was Shining Chariot because she had a whole franchise going. That's true. Like I don't well, maybe it's like it wasn't because we don't. Like at least in the movies, you don't get to really see a yeah, lot more. Maybe it was that. like kind of a non-profit thing. The the fun the yeah. profits from this just fueled her next show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. 
um, hard to say, but uh, we're coming up on our. Oh, I, I think I have like a good example of it. It's like working at SeaWorld, thinking like you wanna, uh, you're, oh, you're gonna no. be like a good zoologist, and like then you find out you're essentially a Guantanamo Bay for like <laughs> for orca and killer whales, <laughs> and then you go back to Mbari to like study, and you're like, I've got blood on my hands. <laughs> I've got blood on my hands. Well, it's not like Shining Cherry killed anyone. No, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Alright, but on that, um, so, uh, would yeah. you, like, well, we already, uh, Would you recommend this to another person? Yes, yeah, I yeah, recommend yeah. this to everyone. Definitely. Everyone should watch this. I, I totally think, like, weebs would enjoy it, and I think, like, new people who are completely new to anime, show this to them. Show. You killed your Galvanias. <laughs> Galvinus. Galvinus. Because it sounds like penis. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, sh show this to them. I think they'll have, like, a great time with it. Yeah. And, and it's just, like, it's a fun <laughs> anime to watch. Like, this is an anime that I could totally see me playing, like, over and over again in the background while I'm working. Yeah. Well, then we've discovered the fact that Michael's friend is the voice of Amanda. Hopefully we'll be able to get her on. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I gotta hit her up. Yeah, dude, you gotta hit her up and do it soon. Yeah. So, well, it's still relevant. But nonetheless, I think that's about it for this week. Uh, some of us have to rest our spirits for classes tomorrow. Yeah. Our wizarding classes, because... I put on my robe and wizard hat, and now I take it off, because I realize I don't have to go to class. Yep. <laughs> because our lessons are done in a dumpster, because there are no lessons yeah. for male students. This isn't a wad, it's a, a wad of crumpled up tissue papers. <laughs> An hour on, because I used it to wipe down my wand. <laughs> because our teacher, because we are not sitting in the classroom with students, we are sitting alone with hentai in front of us. Like, Have a good night. What's everyone. in your spell book? It's a, is that all fan art of Dragon's Cut? John, look at me. John, look at me. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Good night. I'm out of Kadabra. <laughs> <laughs>